You're listening to WBEZ. When a lot of people think of abortion care, they think of a planned parenthood clinic. But many pregnant people need to get abortions in a hospital because their medical conditions put them at high risk. And as states ban or heavily restrict abortion, even if they have exceptions to save the life of the mother, hospitals are turning high-risk patients away. Many are winding up at hospitals in Chicago. These patients are taking on medical, legal, and financial risks. WBEZ's Kristen Schorsch brings us the story. Emily was about 22 weeks pregnant when she learned her baby boy would not survive. He didn't have kidneys, and his lungs wouldn't develop. If he lived through the pregnancy, he would be born unable to breathe and would die a few hours later. Emily says she doesn't think she stopped crying for weeks when she found out. The whole world felt heavy. It felt weak. You just feel lost. You don't think straight. You don't understand. Not something anybody should have to go through. It's not easy losing somebody you love. We're not using Emily's real name to protect her privacy and safety. Emily said doctors told her her life was not in immediate danger. But they also pointed out the risks of staying pregnant. She has a family history of hemorrhaging. They said if if I start having heavy bleeding, it's rare, but they would have to remove my uterus. And that scared me a lot because I want to have more kids. And I'm I'm young. I, I just didn't know what to do. It was very hard. It was a very hard decision. She decided to get an abortion. Doctors told her it was the safest option, but they wouldn't provide it. Emily lives in Missouri, which is one of the strictest abortion bans in the nation. Since Roe v. Wade overturned last year, who can get an abortion and where has been complicated by vague laws and fear. Doctors are afraid they could lose their medical licenses or wind up in jail. Patients fear they could be prosecuted for traveling across state lines. Even though many banned states have exceptions to save the life of the mother, they are turning away high-risk patients like Emily. That's fueling a pipeline to hospitals in Illinois a haven for abortion rights, to doctors such as Laura Larson. I'm constantly hearing stories from my partners across the country of trying to figure out, like, what counts as imminent danger, right? Because our job is do no harm, and we're trying to prevent danger. We're not trying trying to get to the point where someone's, you know, in an emergency. We're inside a clinic where Larson works at Rush University Medical Center on Chicago's near west side. She sits on an exam table, her legs dangling over the edge. Since Roe fell, the number of -of out-of-state abortions at Rush has quadrupled. Larson performed Emily's abortion. You know, she told me that she was very frustrated about all the hoops that she had to go through to get care here. The cost of the procedure was extremely stressful to her. The cost. That's a big barrier for out-of-state patients. Many can't use insurance for their abortions. Getting the procedure in a clinic can cost $500 to $1,000. In a hospital? Emily's abortion cost around $6,000. Local and national abortion funds covered her bills. Some out-of-state patients are ending up in hospitals because they've been shuttled from clinic to clinic, delaying their care so long they need to go to a hospital. This is playing out across the country, says Melissa Fowler with the National Abortion Federation. We're seeing more cases right now, people who are later in gestation, more adolescents who are later in gestation. Um, who are showing up at hospitals because this is really their last resort and they've been referred all over and this is where they're ending up for care. But treating high-risk patients in a hospital is expensive. Larson questions how sustainable it is to have abortion funds foot the bill. I think we can sit there and 
you know, ask why aren't the hospitals picking up the cost, but why aren't the insurance companies from the out-of-state picking up the cost either? It's like, whose responsibility is this, right? On the other side of the Illinois border is Dr. Jennifer McIntosh in Wisconsin. She's increasingly referring patients out of her state. It's really awful. McIntosh specializes in high-risk patients. An 1849 abortion ban in Wisconsin has ground procedures to a halt. She describes what it's like to have to tell a patient their baby may not survive and how her state won't allow her to intervene. But now I'm going to tell you, yes, it's very reasonable to get an abortion, but oh, by the way, it's illegal in your own state. So now I'm going to tell you that you have to figure out how to leave the state to get an abortion. And it just feels terrible. There is an abortion exception in Wisconsin for the life of the mother. For example, if a woman's water breaks too early, that's significant enough to satisfy the exception, McIntosh says. But even that carries possible legal risk. Am I worried that someone might think that it doesn't satisfy that? Absolutely. That terrifies me. Politics has seeped into her job. It's not just about health care anymore. And then there's the question of what happens to high-risk patients who live in banned states and never make it to the hospital. Dr. Jonah Fleischer in Chicago calls these invisible patients. He flicks to federal data that show being pregnant is far more risky than having an abortion. More than the stress of somebody who's actually making it to see me, that's the thing that, that causes me more stress. Is that some of these patients, if they don't have an abortion, could actually die giving birth or postpartum? Will. I won't know who they are, but statistically, I know that it's going to happen. Back in Missouri, Emily has a special room dedicated to her unborn son. She brought home a recording of his heartbeat and keeps his remains in a heart-shaped casket. It's, it's weird. It's, it's like when you love somebody so much, even though they're not here on Earth anymore. You still see them in your dreams. Emily says she's thankful she was able to travel to Illinois for care. But this experience has made her angry with her home state. She said she doesn't feel she can live as freely as she'd like. Kristen Schorsch, WBEZ News. This is WBEZ.